Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Florida Man Weekly. I'm Stubbs. And I'm Corn. And we are so glad you joined us once again, whether you're watching on YouTube or Twitch, or if you're listening to us later on any of your podcasts. It is October 6th. We are in October. Oh, man, this year has been going by pretty fast. Crazy. And I've heard from a lot of people on social media how cool it is up north and... We're getting none of it. <laughs> it is so hot here. It is just as humid as it was two months ago. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I kind of have a theory behind that corn. I think it's because we have so many crazy people here in Florida. You yeah. know, just the weather just wasn't, doesn't want to cooperate with us. I think the rampant meth use creates more heat in the atmosphere, and that makes people hotter and makes it, in turn, makes them more crazy. And we do have Tampa to the west. That's true. All that pee odor. Oof, man. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, jumping, jumping right into today's first story. Uh, comes out of, I believe, uh, not quite sure where this is actually, to tell you the truth, but this is Amanda Strickland. Uh, she was next door neighbor to a family. Uh, <laughs> you know, no big deal. A lot of people, as the word implies, next door neighbor, yeah. you're going to have a neighbor. Yeah, our neighbor's right? pretty normal. Uh, unfortunately, however, this neighbor of hers uh, was a family, had an eight-year-old girl, and this eight-year-old girl passed. Oh, sorry. Uh, she passed you. during a tornado where a tree actually fell on their house, and unfortunately, she didn't survive oh, the, the tree fall. Oh, so, to their family. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so being any good person, you know, the story starts off, starts off really great. Amanda here decided to set up a GoFundMe campaign okay. to raise money for the family, for the funeral cost, um, you know, to, to kind of help them out in a tough time. Yeah, sounds like a good neighbor. Any, any uh, standard issue, good neighbor. Absolutely. Well, Amanda here uh, was able to raise $14,000 in just one week alone, believe wow. it or not. That's pretty good. Yep. After the one week, she actually wrote $13,000 over to uh, the family. She cut the check. Uh, the $1,000 went towards some of the fees that GoFundMe have. And yeah. She uh, kept a little bit of it. Um, and this would be a great story if that's where it stopped, right? <laughs> oh, well, this Florida. being Florida Man Weekly, we know it does not stop here. That's right. Oh, Amanda decided to keep on going with this GoFundMe campaign without oh. letting the family know. Oh, man. Yep. This campaign ended up raising a total of $21,000. That's about, what, $17,000 more than what it was. Or, or I'm sorry, $7,000 was more originally that was raised. Wow. Yep. Uh, and what does she do with this? Does she go to the ASPCA for puppies? Did she go to another family? <laughs> what do you think she did, Corn? Um, I let me get. Um, I'm thinking she used it all on scratch offs. That's very, that's very, very good. Uh, <laughs> but it's wrong. Uh, she actually just ended up pocketing it, uh, you know, because it is Florida and no one gets paid well here in Florida, unfortunately. That's very uh, true. However, this did come to light because people were still following the campaign that were friends with the family, friends with Amanda, and they actually had some morality to their souls uh or this semi ginger does not <laughs> oh man you gingers yeah so she got turned in uh yep, gingers. absolutely so basically she had to make bond thousand dollars she's waiting for a court date now uh to see what happens but basically she it's kind of kind of grand theft because it's over a thousand dollars of the eight thousand yeah. dollars and there's terms in gofundme as well and any other fundraising platform that if you don't spend the funds as you advertise yeah they're, uh, they're, it's they legally can liable you know, yeah. or they can cancel them. yeah absolutely um because we all remember that story a while ago with the uh the supposed homeless man <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. family oh yeah they're they all got indicted <laughs> everyone that. was that was a big i think scheme they gave there. the homeless guy like 10 grand and they kept the other four hundred thousand <laughs> oh, or something easily. some ridiculous amount yeah it's crazy but once again this is our first story this was out of tallahassee i just found that out um tallahassee florida the old capital 
Gotta love Florida. Gotta Let love Florida. And you. if you want to donate to my GoFundMe for <laughs> uh, a poor, take... <laughs> poor dad with three kids. Uh, I'll just take $50. Just, you know? just, just joking. Just joking. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's our first story to start it off with. Um, you know, I think it's pretty good kind of start for tonight, the first week of August. Yeah, definitely. I mean, October. Definitely, definitely. That's a solid one to start things off. For our second story, we're going to move right out into Lake County. That's uh, for you people that aren't familiar with Florida. That's Umatilla County. Um, as a father, um, basically, um, as a father of a teen daughter, I live in <laughs> constant fear daily. I can only imagine. Based on her mood swings and whatever's going on between what boy she's talking to, it's nuts. But nope. uh, this no uh, this allowed. story, um, 17-year-old Alyssa Hatcher was arrested Tuesday, and apparently she uh, borrowed her parents' debit card to not only purchase cocaine. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, they take card now? Uh, pretty much. You, uh, you, you don't know about the cash app? Okay, no cash app. Okay, yeah. <laughs> cash app. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the dealer had like a, a square swipe or something, oh, or I'm, dialing in the numbers. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure our dealers payment. aren't. Our Florida dealers aren't that savvy. <laughs> okay, but I mean, um, cash though. I mean, <laughs> cash app is an app. Well, know, I think she. Of... All right, so she withdrew some cash specifically. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> she did use a. She didn't use a square app. She withdrew some cash, and which is a total of about uh, fourteen hundred dollars. She used a hundred of it to buy cocaine. And the remainder, she hired uh, two hitmen to kill her parents. Okay. Hang on. Let's rewind a little bit. <laughs> First of all, how much do, do we know how much cash she actually stole from her parents? Um, it was about, uh, it's about uh, $1,429. $1,429. That's $1,429. She bought Coke first. Yes, for 100 bucks. 100 bucks. And then she supposedly was hiring a hitman for only $1,300? Yes. Actually... She hired two hitmen. The first hitman, she gave the <laughs> she gave him four hundred dollars, and then the second hitman, she gave him nine hundred dollars in change. Okay, so here's my problem first. <laughs> right? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> b- before you go into that, I want to know what subreddit she's on to find these hitmen, these budget price hitmen, because I'm pretty sure exactly it costs right. a lot more money <laughs> to kill somebody. <laughs> Look, I don't know anything about hiring anyone to kill. Yeah. Okay? Uh, me either. Uh, no, no, no idea. I've no seen a lot idea of movies, though, right? I mean, the movie's good. You hear a lot of stuff, you know, back especially when all the stuff is going on on the dark <laughs> web and on tour. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there is those websites that, that you can hire or buy illegal things such as Hitman oh, yeah. or weapons the, or drugs. The dark well, well-versed in the dark web. Right. Uh, Just kidding. But as as – $400 for a hitman, someone that you're going to hire to go kill someone that's not going to tell on you or turn the gun on you yeah. for only 400 bucks. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. It's almost like it was a Groupon ad for, for hitmen. <laughs> I would almost think so. I mean, come on. I mean, you don't have to be the smartest person in the world to know and then the top, if someone's only charging you $400. They're probably not reliable. That's, uh, the, the craziest part about this whole story, uh, her parents, her mom's a nurse. Her stepdad is a police lieutenant in a neighboring county. So she wanted to off not only her parents, <laughs> but two hard-serving community giving back individuals, a police yeah. officer and a nurse. And and the way they heard about it, um, are the school resource officer heard overheard some kids talking about thank it. Thank God for the she, SROs. Oh, man, thank <laughs> God for that. Uh, uh, he overheard them uh, some kids talking about it, alerted the parents and alerted police. And then they looked into it, found a paper trail, found the money, and arrested her. 
And now she's on charge uh, two counts of criminal solicitation of murder <laughs> and theft charges against her parents. And her parents are actively pursuing the charges against as her. As they should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as this, they just a, just a note to my daughter. <laughs> even though when I take your shoes and your phone because you don't want to act right, you're not going to get me. You're never going to get me. <laughs> never. Never, never. <laughs> so, okay. So how, how old was this girl again? Was she was she 17. So she, so yes. she was in high school. Yeah. Senior yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely senior high school. This what is going on with Florida? Now we're starting younger and younger with the crazy. Yeah, I it 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 really blows my mind. I I I I really I really don't know. Like uh, the whole mental capacity breakdown of Florida as a whole is just on a downward spiral every every week. Every week, I did notice something kind of canly here as I'm kind of looking. Look look how close these two our first two stories look alike. They look so young. Look how close they look alike. Yeah, I know. Absolutely crazy. And the second girl, I mean, uh, the the girl from my story, the seventeen year old. If she was a couple shades darker, she'd be my daughter. Oh my gosh! Well, good thing she's not. Thank God. And hopefully, this almost sounds like another mental illness type thing. Hopefully, whatever family issues was going on, yeah, weren't that bad that she felt like she had to hire somebody or try to even kill her parents, and she's going to get the help that she needs. And a lot of times, it's usually something over something so silly or so ridiculous. <laughs> The, the the punishment isn't even warranted. So. Not at all. Yeah, hopefully she gets, she gets the help she needs. Well, Whether it be jail time or whatever, she just needs to get help. Absolutely. No more no more hitman. I'm the hitman. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Queen. All right. <laughs> great great song. Oh man. So yes, two crazy stories to start off. All yeah, right definitely, now. definitely. So man, I'm getting a little getting a little parched, right? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm a little parched myself. All right, and we're gonna move on into that for today's uh, weekly Florida beverage. Tonight's beverage is brought. Tonight's beverage is brought to you by Tunk Cigar Tunk. City Brewing Company. C- Cigar City Brewing Company is based out of Tampa, Florida. Uh, I'm, I can almost 100% guarantee you that they do not smell like pee. And <laughs> you're right. I've been here, and I can vouch for Scar City. It's an awesome brewery. Definitely solid, solid brewery. Um, they, uh, they started. Uh, they opened their doors in about two, uh, about uh, 2009, and this is one of their premier uh, IPAs. This is called the Highlight. It's about seven seven point five percent alcohol. IPA, um, intense orange tangerine flavors. Smooth finish goes great with just about any type of meal, any type of cheese. Ooh. Look at that alcohol volume. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. this little can? This is uh, one of the main reasons why I chose that. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course, of course. Uh, Okay, awesome. Uh, Yeah, like I said, I've been to Scar City over in Tampa. Awesome brewery. I have not had this beer, uh, so I'm excited to try it. I'm going to pop it open. Let's crack it open. See how it is? Talking about all this death and uh, Hitman making me thirsty. Cheers, (laughs) good sir. Cheers. Oh, yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Okay. A little hoppy. Very uh, hoppy. If you like hops, <laughs> this has all the hops. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's not, not not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, if you're a big fan of IPAs like myself, this is kind of up your alley. This is a really, really good beer. Um, if I'm going to rate this beer out of... I'm definitely going to give this one a cat four. A big cat four, huh? 
from Corn. Definitely a cat four. Wow. Well, uh, this kind of goes back into one of our our previous beers that we uh, we did a few shows ago. Uh, it was another IPA. I think it was Hop Gun, I believe. Yes. Um, it was definitely hoppy, and and once again, I'm not a fan of the hops, uh, the flavor in the beer. Uh, not very big of it. So because of that, and only because of that, uh, I'm going to give it a two for me because it is very very hoppy. Um, however. If if anyone's watching this uh, is watching this or listening to this on our podcast uh, and hasn't been to Scar City, please go visit Scar Definitely City. Awesome brewery, a lot amazing. of good beers, um, everything from sours to stouts, which I love, um, to obviously the IPAs, to pales, to Hefenweizens, uh, you name it. They, they it was actually it, so. a really tough choice between it was between this one and, and another one of their famous beers. Um, I can't remember the name offhand. Um, it's got a blue label, but I was going. It was between those two beers, but I decided on the highlight, and That's I right. think I made a pretty solid choice. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. So once again, shout out to Scar City Brewing. Uh, you can visit them online at scarcitybrewing.com or visit them over in Tampa if you ever get out there. All right, so moving right along, uh, our next story tonight on Florida Man Weekly. Ooh, pop collar. Uh, yes, you know we're throwing it back to the mid two thousands. Uh, when we have the pop collar. I feel like I'm back in Rollins. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm, Rollins looking, I'm looking for the double collar they're going on to, but uh, he I'm, doesn't have it. <laughs> I've sadly done that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so this is 33-year-old Nathaniel Collier, uh, who was arrested at Miami. Uh, in fact, he was arrested while at a Miami Dolphins game. Ooh, that, that explains. It was, yeah, it was probably the most exciting thing that happened f- during the Miami Dolphins <laughs> game. <laughs> There's nothing else going on. Oh, absolutely no type not. Of sports or scoring. So yeah. right. So so what was Mr. Collier arrested for? You might be wondering. Uh, well, let's just say this: Mr. Collier was hired by the Miami Dolphins to be one of the roaming uh, beer tub guys. Okay. Uh, so if you ever been to a pro game um, or even minor games, actually have them too. You, there's always people walking up and down. You know, beer, get your beer here. Yeah, get your beer. Get your beer. Peanuts. That's uh, hard. That's back. hard work. Those guys work hard. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I feel like this guy thought that maybe he was working harder than what he was getting compensated for. Oh, okay. Okay, so so we're going to a little twist of this. You might think that he may have stole from his employer. I can already smell the scam. Not not quite the case. <laughs> uh, so a, a unsuspecting guy that was watching the game, you know, ho- holler for two beers. Uh, Mr. Collier came over, gave him two beers. Uh, the, the gentleman, the victim here, decided that he was going to pay with credit card. Uh, and these beer tub people, they walk around with issued credit card scanners yeah. so they can take the money and it goes to the to the stadium and to the owners. Somehow here, Mr. Nathaniel Collier, I think we're going to kind of circle back around to what we started, <laughs> might have had a square or some <laughs> other credit card reader device and ended up charging uh, to his personal account for these beers. Okay. Well, it doesn't stop there. Not only did he charge for the beers, he charged seven hundred and twenty-four dollars for the two beers. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> First rule of scamming is uh, gradually increased. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, yeah, I don't know if he was making many sales that day or not, or just was just trying to just trying to end it. It you know, sounds one go. like a slow day. <laughs> Absolutely, seven hundred dollars for two beers. Yeah, that, that comes out to a hefty three hundred and sixty-two dollars per beer. Which I don't even think Heineken is going to be worth that. Man, I feel like I'm back in Winter Park, paying those Park <laughs> Avenue prices. Miami City. I mean, I mean, this was in Miami, but I don't think the city prices are, are that high. Yeah, that's pretty. They're crazy. Pretty close, but not not quite. Uh, 
Uh, so needless to say, uh, soon as the victim got a notification on his phone through his bank that, hey, someone tried to charge uh, $724, he immediately disputed it. He knew exactly what it was because it had just happened. He just got his beer. Uh, he notified a manager at the stadium. They called the cops. Mr. Collier here was arrested and immediately fired. Um, and <clears throat> it currently is in the correctional center waiting $10,000 bond wow. uh, to get out. All for $724. That's crazy. You, mean, you know uh, what a godsend those uh, instant notifications mm-hmm. on your banking apps. Those are a lifesaver. No, I'll absolutely. never forget when someone tried to... Uh, use my credit card fraudulently and I was able to catch them due to a notification there in California while I'm in Florida yep. trying to spend $5,000 at like the dollar store or something. Some odd place that I would never, that I, I mean I go to the dollar store but it that type of amount, red flag. Oh, immedi- immediately. And I was able to shut the card down. Have you ever had a, a situation like that? Yeah, I feel like I've been uh, ID theft more than once and I'm sure, pretty sure my bank is trying to blame it on me because i <laughs> i change credit and debit cards i feel like every six months because something always happens uh but it's, it's been a while actually now but yeah at the very beginning it always seemed like about every six months or every eight months i would get a fraudulent charge on one of my cards uh and i'd be like why am i being charged like 400 you know dollars for somewhere up in alaska or something so, somewhere i've clearly never been so i wonder if you're the guy that's responding to all those prince of arabia emails that's holding money in escrow and they just I'm, need your social security look, my, my uncle is reaching out for help okay I'm, I'm trying to help out family right? <laughs> he oh, said man. he's gonna split it that or is the, or the general from the war who <laughs> found all this money <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I mean, you know, it holds a special place in my heart. So, but anyways, yep. Yeah, so, that, those are our first three stories tonight. Uh, crazy. Our stories got good beer. Yeah. Um, what's next? All right. Next up, we on our next up, we have our Florida versus the world segment. This one's coming out of Thomasville, North Carolina. Um, this is a pretty crazy story. They look crazy. If you oh, see man. Us on the Basically, Alice Jean. Um, was indicted for trading her two-year-old daughter for a used car back Whoa, in 2018. And she was just recently charged on this case because the other two people involved, which were the adopting, the quote-unquote adopted parents, Tina Marie Chavez and uh, Vincenio Mendoza. <laughs> I, I'm sure I butchered that already name. sounds sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they apparently traded their, uh, it was a... Uh, Chrysler for the two-year-old. So the two-year-old got sick. They took the daughter to the. They took the girl to the doctor. Um, the doctors, the uh, nurses started asking for paperwork about her. You know, um, uh, birth certificate, all that stuff. Yep. They said uh, they, she was adopted and she was the original parent. Then uh, the lady changed her story again. Then the nurses um, notified the police. And then the story came out that she it was. <laughs> An illegal <laughs> adoption for a car, and uh, now everyone's in jail. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> pending. T- <laughs> okay, pending charges, and uh, it's, I cannot believe that anybody would do something like that to a child. But more importantly, I feel like they could have got a better car. What did they get? Uh, it was like a Chrysler or Baron or something. Oh, I feel Baron. like you really could have got a Tesla, like an eighty or something, at, at, at le- or an Audi or something. <laughs> All right. So, North Carolina, 
North Carolina. You have my love. You have a special place in my heart. Uh, I was raised there. Did a lot of growing up in North Carolina um, throughout the years. Uh, like I said, I am originally from here and uh, I've been here as well. What the hell is going on in North Carolina right now? You guys are not supposed to be rivaling Florida. Man, as soon as I saw the headline on this, I said, this is I, this reeks of Florida. If it would have just said Pinellas County, it would have just made sense. They're just another day. Yeah. I will give a shout out to that nurse, though, and to all our first responders who are constantly being trained and trying to notify any sort of Definitely. trafficking, uh, abuse, or anything like that. Thank goodness for her that she was able to kind of notice, notice something was a little iffy, a little wrong, and make the appropriate actions. To yeah, um, and d- yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, the, they took her to they took her to the hospital to do an allergic reaction, but they also noticed bruising on her, mm. and that prompted an, an additional uh, in depth dive right. into her the in the background information of the girl. So. Uh, shout out to our definitely first responders, nurses, and everybody that you know keeps our keeps our kids safe. Yeah, absolutely, crazy, crazy. Okay, yeah, I, I, that's, that's gonna be hard to beat. I, I believe. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a good one. Uh, crazy, crazy people. Um, hopefully, they'll be locked away for a long time. Um, maybe we'll see what happens from there. My pick this week comes all the way from China. Oof. Right, China. I've always wanted to visit China. Haven't haven't had a chance to go yet. I definitely would like to either visit China or Japan because I heard those vending machines there are pretty awesome. Crazy tech out there, uh, but China's just growing. That's some nice country, like very very nice uh, areas. Uh, but getting back to the story, this comes from China, uh, and we've all been on an airplane, or most of us, I assume, have been on an airplane or know about airplanes, right? <laughs> and so you might it's remember, all magic. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's all, it's Somehow all magic. it goes up in the air and, yeah, and it flies, it's, and it's fine. It's crazy. Uh, well, we all know that, or assumed by watching movies, that there's special seats in an airplane. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that are sitting next to an emergency exit. And usually when you're flying, uh, before they take off, you get a nice little uh, spiel from the flight attendant, whoever it may be. It says, hey, we want to make sure that you understand your responsibilities. We're sitting in the seat. Can you open the door if needed? Can you help our passengers yeah. out? All that good stuff. Yeah, basically don't <clears throat> jump out. Don't freak out everybody else. Right. Well, apparently, what our flight attendants are going to be doing. This was a Zion, uh, I think, a Zion Air flight. Uh, they're going to have to be adding something else to their spiel now. <laughs> the new spiel is that no matter how stuffy or hot you might get, you are not allowed to open an emergency exit to ventilate the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, a woman in China uh, was getting a little too hot on the airplane. You know, I've been there. You've been sitting on the tarmac. You're waiting. You got people next to you. This sounds... The air's not working. <laughs> <laughs> right, and you're trying to find a window to roll down. Well, no windows in airplanes. Yeah. The next best thing, the emergency exit door. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds, I swear this is from a movie in the 80s. Yeah, it almost sounds like it, doesn't it? <laughs> Golly. Yep, so once again, this lady decided that it was way too hot, stuffy. She opened the door, so of course immediately the takeoff was aborted. This is an actual picture of uh, that door that is open. As you can see, they're just oh, kind of sitting wow. there, and all the passengers are like, great, now our flight which was already running late and behind is going to be even more can you, late. Can you imagine if you're the lady closest to the window and you're like, what the F? Yeah, she, <laughs> this lady definitely is not a freaking flyer. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yeah, that was that was my quick story. Um, man, it gets hot in airplanes, but don't open that emergency exit. Yeah, definitely don't open, <laughs> don't open that emergency <laughs> exit unless you see a gremlin or something. No. Then may, uh, maybe it's okay. All right, next up, we got our weekly Florida feels because Florida isn't always about theft and hitman. This one comes straight out of Siesta Key. Love that place. 
from I went I went up there for a, a friend of mine and his uh his uh, bachelor party. Great yeah. great place. Siesta Key's a good good place. Um, so uh, one of the uh, bars there, the Siesta Key Oyster Bar, is one of those bars where you have the money stapled to the wall. You can sign it and um, staple it all over the bar area and the restaurant. Right. Yeah, so, a bunch of restaurants like that around. Um, due to the uh, damage in the Bahamas, the, in the Bahamas that happened recently, they they wanted to put their money where their mouth was and donate. Uh, the money off their wall to help the victims in, in awesome. the Bahamas. Right. And astoundingly, they were able to pull off about fourteen thousand dollars. Wow, fourteen grand stapled money on the wall. Fourteen grand stapled to the wall, and I'm I am ninety nine percent sure I've been to this bar, and I did not know it was that much money stapled to that bar. I don't think anyone knew or co- that money might not be on there. And and one of the uh, fascinating things is. That's that they they didn't they weren't able to uh, they didn't clear off the wall to get that fourteen grand. Oh really? So there's a whole lot more money there, but it's amazing. Like I'm sure I have a dollar there for me and my boys <laughs> where we signed and stapled course, it. But right? it's it's really it's really good to see you know Florida Florida areas helping the Bahamas their tourism and all the people affected by the hurricane down there. Yeah, and also that that is awesome. And I, and I think I heard the same bar they they tend to strip the wall every few years yeah. or so and pick some sort of charity or something to and donate to. all and donate all that money to charity. Right, right. Once again, what was the name of that bar again? Corey? Siesta Key Oyster Bar. That's right, Siesta Key Oyster Bar. Go visit. Go put a dollar up because you could probably be assured that that dollar one day is going to go to help someone in need. Definitely. Uh, we actually have one more Florida Field story. Man, uh, good tonight. stuff coming out of Florida. It is a good thing coming out of Florida, right? So we're trying to trying to recoup our stories. Um, this kind of ties in with uh, the current month of October. And as we all know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and this is a 17-year-old out of Volusia County, believe it nice. or not. Go yeah, Volusia, 386. Right. The 386, right? This young gentleman here, 17-year-old, uh, I believe Rishi, or Rishi, uh, I'm apologizing if I pronounce your name wrong. Oh, you're just butchering it. Uh, he wants to be a doctor when he grows, uh, gets older, right? Go to med school, study hard, uh, and help out people. Uh, well, what he's doing now and what he did do, he was able to raise $5,000. Wow. Uh, which is the hmm. equivalent of 100 free mammograms uh, that he donated uh, to a, a facility to be able to give to women who need mammograms. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Free- Absolutely. Mammogram, you can definitely get uh, get checked. When you get checked often, you can spot things way ahead of time before they become serious. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. And like I said, I think this is definitely worth mentioning uh, just due to, one, him being so young, once again, because uh, we had another 17-year-old earlier in the show that, that wasn't <laughs> so good. Uh, but here is a 17-year-old who's doing very well, um, trying to help out people as much as he can. And uh, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and he has something to do with that. That is awesome. So, yeah, definitely good to see our younger generation doing some good stuff instead of trying to kill their parents. Yeah, once again, thank you so much, Rashid. Um, hopefully, uh, those 100 coupons get used well um, for anyone who's looking to get mammograms. Uh, kind of continuing that feel, uh, because it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we kind of br- want to bring up a couple, uh, a few websites and charities uh, that have a lot to do with breast cancer awareness. Uh, of course, everyone has probably heard of Susan G. Komen. I believe we all have. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's kind of the one that has coined the pink ribbon, um, which is why a lot of us wear pink throughout the months of October. All the pres- uh, professional teams, a lot of yes. logos go to pink. Even even uh, my son plays football for the Ormond Pride, and uh, they have a uh, pink uh, mouth guard and pink socks. For yeah, awesome, cancer. awesome, awesome. So if you're looking at some way to help, um, 
help with allowing even more women to to even get mammograms or more money to go into research uh, to help maybe fight this sort of cancerous thing, which is, is all horrible. And breast cancer is the number one uh, killer cancer for women. That's right. Um, Save those world. tatas. That's right. Save the tatas. Uh, we have Susan G. Komen. Uh, definitely check them out. Uh, you also have, uh, I believe this is the Breast Cancer Research Foundation, um, bcrf.org here. Um, they also uh, take a lot of donation, do a lot of research. Um, and lastly, uh, we have here the National uh, Breast Cancer Foundation Incorporated. Um, so three really good uh, foundations and charities that you can kind of give to, um, to, to allow the research to continue, to help women that may not be able to afford mammograms, yes. get mammograms. Um, and we do encourage anyone, uh, if you're a female watching or if you have any female in your life, to encourage them to go speak with their doctor, uh, to speak with them when may be a good time to start getting mammograms. Uh, that's all based off of you and your doctor. So make sure you have those conversations. Yeah, definitely, definitely get checked out. I'm usually the, uh, a one uh, type of person that I don't really like to go to the doctor, but I've kind of, my parents have kind of always instilled in me you know just go get checked out because if they can spot something early that might it's be better for everything it's better for everybody so even if you don't like to go to the doctor just i mean sometimes you just got to suck it up and just get go get checked out yeah absolutely well that brings us to the end of the show check us out flmantoday.com on all three social medias at flmantoday uh once again emails stories at flmantoday.com um, I am Stubbs. And I'm Corn. And we hope you have a wonderful week and stay classy for Happy us. Happy Sunday. Take it easy. Hey.